it's time to take ownership of your mindset and find out the four-step framework that will transform you. Unlock confidence, develop courage, and unleash your motivation with Richard Asungar, a walking, talking inspiration, a man of passion and belief, and a man of great goodwill. Now remember to hit follow on this podcast and subscribe to the Business Excellence channel on YouTube. Let's do this. Are you the mindset man? I am the mindset man. I Is am. that how people know you? These people know me as the mindset man, motivation speaker, or well, the chosen one. The chosen one? Yeah, I get that a lot. Well, go, tell me more about the chosen one. You got, you got Jose Mourinho, he's the special one. Yeah. You know, I think we're all the chosen ones. I just choose to identify myself as that, just to always put myself in a particular mind frame that whatever I'm going through, I'm the chosen one to make it happen, to execute, to impact. So people always just stare referring to me as the chosen one because yeah. I just kept saying it, I'm the chosen one. And and look, I, I've got to say, there's a bit of humility in there as well. I've just invested the last 10 minutes with you outside and I'm really looking forward to this. So I've got a first question for you here. What is personal excellence? That's a great question. I would say personal excellence is, it has a lot to do with standards. But personal excellence is the way you communicate and express yourself to yourself and to the world. Communicate and express yourself to yourself and to the world. Yes. So what do you mean when you say communicate and express yourself? If you communicate effectively to yourself and you trigger the right emotions within yourself and those emotions lead you to take the right actions, you're going to, by default, create greatness and excellence so when you talk about communicating to yourself are we talking about words that you're using to yourself in your head mm -hmm. or out loud both both give us an example if a person's going through some challenges and they say i am not a victim you know that can put you in a particular mind frame you can say in your head i'm not a victim I'm not. yeah it's quite nice there's an away from there so look i am the two most powerful words you can use to yourself. I'm always late. Mm. You know, I'm not very good at that. Or mm. I've got this. Yeah. You know, on the hats over there, make it happen. Let's do this. This yeah. is kind of personal conviction. Yeah. Yes. Affirm affirmations that you're talking about here. Yeah. I'm not a victim. Is that, is that the first part in taking control then? I'm not a victim. Yeah. Just that self-identity situation right there. And taking ownership of that situation, taking ownership of your mindset as well, because mm. life is happening. Now, whether you choose to be the one creating or just accepting. So if you're going through something and you tell yourself, I'm not a victim, that puts you in a position of power. A guy called Grant Cardone really instilled that yeah. in my mindset, going through the 10X rule book. You know, if you're, if you get hit by by a car, it's your fault because, you know, firstly, are you going to tell yourself that, oh, someone hit me? Or are you going to, you know, what? I should have been in that position. I should have put myself out there. Mm -hmm. What can I do to rectify it as fast as possible? So when you go from that not victim mentality, you know, it gives you a sense of responsibility to take massive action. So it goes back to what we were saying, personal excellence. How do you identify with yourself? How do you speak to yourself? And when you identify with yourself, how do you express that to the world and what you do? That's, for me, personal excellence. So if you're speaking to yourself the right way, if you're appreciating yourself the right way, if you're respecting yourself the right way, you know, if you are really, really celebrating your greatness, celebrating the uniqueness about you, and how do you express that to the world? Hmm. That's personal excellence. Celebrating the greatness. All right, so you look, standards here. I like that phrase, take ownership of your mindset. You own that. Uh, one self owns their own mindset, yeah? And then you said create or accept. You can yep. e you can either create your mindset or you can accept the what's situation, yes. what's happening. Yeah. What's the difference between the two then? You know, how, how can... How can I become a creator rather than just accepting the status quo? 
How can you become a creator? That's a great question. Understanding your magnificence, understanding your unique, your unique nature, and respecting that every single moment in life is an ever organic situation. Right? Yeah. And once you understand those three, you start with understanding your magnificence, understanding that you have power, understanding that you're created. And if you're created, you also can create, right? Going back to that core, I'm an ambassador of Jesus. So I believe that I was made in his image. That's a higher power. Yeah. I can create because he's given me the ability to create. So when you realize and you recognize that and you understand that you are magnificent. So by the way, if you don't know you're magnificent right now, I'm here to remind you that you are magnificent. That's just what I want to put out there right now. So when you respect that power, that magnificence in you, you just have to be more confident and calm and go from a space of what do I want? You go, so, so one second, let, there's a criteria. One thing that changed my life was writing down the criterias of what I want. This is something that can help. This literally helped me out. When I heard a guy called Jim Rohn, he yeah. said, write down the criterias of your dream life. So when I wrote down, I want to be a speaker, I want to help people, I want to feel like Kanye West. I, wanna, I was writing down- Do you the, feel like Kanye West? All the time. Not all the time, but majority of the time I do. Well, it's because it's in your mind. Yeah. Life is a real movie. It's crazy. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Yeah. All right. So feeling magnificent. No, understanding it. Understanding it. Understand your magnificence. You might not feel it, but you have to understand that you are a magnificent person. And when you understand that magnificence, you ha that gives you a level of calmness and then you can move confidently. You might not feel magnificent. So let's say that I, I'm struggling to feel magnificent. Yeah. Which some, some listeners might be now. Yeah. Some people might be feeling it. Yeah. So, but let, let's go with both yeah. uh, scenarios. Let's say I'm, I'm how, do, how do I start to understand that I'm magnificent? Yeah. Is it creating this criteria of what I want? Is yeah. that the first step? Nope, it's one of the major steps. Firstly, I would say forgive yourself for your past mistakes. Right, nice. Very, very important. Because many times you can't drive the Ferrari if the handbrakes are on. And many times you want to move forward into the future and create a new realm, a new reality when we haven't let go of the baggage of the past. All right. It's a really, really valid point. Right. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Because otherwise, those negative thoughts are still going to creep up on you. Is that as simple as saying, uh, you know, not just saying, but sitting down in a calm place and saying, James, forgive yourself? It's a starting point. It, 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 of course, it's got to be said with meaning and yeah. sincerity. Yeah. But it... it is that the starting point where you're just literally saying those words to yourself? 100%. Because many times, we know we've messed up so many times. Everyone's messed up. Everyone's messed up. I'm sitting here with you, I've messed up. And I've had to forgive myself. Otherwise, I can't really appreciate my magnificence and do what I must. Yeah, you, you see, I'm just connecting with it for a second. I'm putting myself yeah. in those shoes. And yeah does feel like you've released something, you know, that, you know, like the some baggage to, or anything like to, that. It's like, to. come on. And you get to operate from a clean slate, which there really is no slate. It's just in your mind. There is no slate. But once Only you, on the roof of the house. Only the roof of the house. Right. But if you're homeless, there is no roof in the house. So it's a mental slate. It is a mental slate. I get that. All right. So the criteria of finding you... Uh, understanding magnificence is one is what's the criteria that you that you want yeah. in your life yeah. two but the first step is forgiving forgiving yourself what what else is involved in creating this understanding creator, of right okay so forgiving yourself is the main first one and then the second one is affirming what's happening right now affirm this so this is mind to tramutation there's something I over my 27, 28 years of my life. Understanding mind to tramutation. But you, you're only 28 year old, surely? In a couple of weeks, I'll be 28. All right. So, yeah. There you go. So understanding that, affirming what's happening. Let's say okay, you're forgiving yourself, right? Yeah. Cool. Right. Another scenario now. Right now, I'm not happy. Right now, I'm not happy. Right now, my girlfriend's left me. I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling down. I'm broke. 
you really have to affirm what's happening. And then you say, I don't want to feel like this anymore. Really powerful. Really powerful. No, no, what you're saying is really powerful. Really powerful. All right. Which, and you're affirming it back. 100%. I don't want to feel like that anymore. And then you have to then affirm what you want to feel. I want to feel happy. I want to have more money. I want to change my environment. I want to do this. I want to feel this way. I want to get more energy. So the first step is affirming what's happening and then affirm what you want to happen. And then the last step is changing your physiology. Your physical body has to change so that you've gone from thought to actualization in the present moment. Now, if you practice that enough, any situation that occurs and you recognize right now, I'm feeling this way. This happened to me. I lost money. These people stole from me, but I am not a victim. I want to feel powerful. I want to go and get this done. What? Well, okay, let's go. Let's go make it happen. And you just get up and you go and make things happen. That's how I've personally found out to go from victim, not being a victim to creating nice. new. Really neat. You know, the stepping stones. All the listeners can relate to that and follow it. Number one, forgive yourself. Yep. Number two, affirm the current situation. I do not want this. I do, you know, with conviction. What you don't want and how you're actually feeling as well. Yeah, all right. So add the emotion in. Yeah. I want this. This is what I want. And then change the physiology. Change Get the, up and go. Yeah. Make it happen. Come yeah. on, stand up. And yeah. Go do it. Yeah. Nice. That's a good starting point. Where does confidence come from? In appreciation of, of yourself, in appreciation of your pain, your challenges, your suffering, in appreciation of your uniqueness. So it's like confidence comes from gratitude then, appreciation. Mm-hmm. That's just one realm, yeah. of course. All right, so where else does it come from? Confidence also comes from ability, excitement of your ability to execute. Just a second. Ability? Mm. You know, but that phrase, excitement of your ability to mm. execute. Mm. Jim Rohn. Which, yeah, Jim Rohn. I mean, look, you whenever you're feeling down, just go and listen to a little bit of Jim Rohn. Yeah, eh? that's my dad. I yeah. love you, Jim Rohn. RIP. Well, he's my dad too. All right, game time. So that, well, mean, well, that, well, that makes yeah. us bros. Well, that makes well, us bros. 100%. All right, so appreciation and that Ex you've, that you've got this. Yeah. Where else does confidence come from? I'm going to keep asking where else until you've yeah, exhausted. Yeah, vision, vision, your vision. Confidence comes from vision. A lot of my confidence comes from my vision of doing phenomenal. I want this. Astronomical things. I want to create this. Well, look, look the criteria of what you want. Phenomenal. It helps give birth to confidence. Factual. That's why it's very important. And that's why, you know, what I love doing in life is helping people create a bigger vision for themselves. Because, again... I put this video on my Instagram. You can only go as far as your self-image. But if you have a greater vision of yourself, more excitement, your self-image can enlarge. Then you can do more. You can accomplish more. You can reach out and, and experience more. So, you know, confidence also comes from vision. What do you visualize? What do you want to happen? What do you want to create? What do you want to do? And then when you write these things down and you think about it, how can you make it more magnificent? How can you, you know... How can you express your greatness more within this vision? You the know? excitement of your ability to execute. Come you're on. excitement about your ability to execute. 100%. <laughs> and your Instagram should come with a warning, by the way. Because mm. the team, you know, showed me your Instagram earlier on. And you, you're, you're, you're in the gym, you're working out, you got your top off, you're showing you. There's definitely eight, eight pack. I'm going for 10, but I'll take the eight. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see it, you go on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there you go. So... Confidence. Oh, yeah. Instagram here with Richard underscore, by the way. <laughs> there you go. Appreciation, vision, big vision as well. A big vision. 100%. Go big or go small. Let's not get carried away with big vision in a novelty way. Any vision that ignites a level of excitement to nice. impact or change or control you to a new direction that's positive is big. You know? Any vision that gets you excited yeah. and gets the beliefs flowing through your veins is a 
freaking good version. Yeah. Um. When we play that back, I want to take notes down on what I just said. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell yeah, you it that. Was good one. It was a good one. But good, good job, but it's on record then. Hundred percent. Just in case anything brilliant happens. Yeah. In this conversation, we got three cameras on us. Phenomenal. <laughs> Keep it flowing. Is there any? Is there any? Where else that confidence comes from? Meditation and prayer. You know, uh, coming back to that oneness of that one breath that you have. Respect and appreciate to the fact that if you're alive, you still have grace. Why does, right, so of course, I've studied meditation, I've done meditation, I do meditation. Why do you think that gives people confidence? Why does it even create? You know, many times we take what we get for granted, even our breath. So when we come back to that intrinsic breathing and appreciating the flow of what's happening right now it gives us the chance just to be one with ourselves many times we think we're one with ourselves but with, with technology with our friends with music or with audio books mm -hmm. we never really get to appreciate ourselves everybody can give information and insight motivation and stimulate you but what about what you're producing Got yourself it. so at many times that's why i said understand your magnificence not grant cardone's magnificence or your mag What's your magnificence? And you have to go into the dark and do that work. And when you go into that dark on your own, every single day, working on your breathing, thinking, controlling your mind, appreciating yourself, speaking the right things in yourself, just being that solitude and just keep compounding those routines. You know who you are. You know who you are. This is the real confidence. When you know who you are, because you're going to come across situations that if you don't know who you are, you're not going to overcome them. Because they're going to require you to really test your gangster, as they say in South London. Yeah. <laughs> right? Are you from South I'm London? From Wait, South where's London. the accent? I'm Nigerian and I used to play basketball, so I have a lot yeah. of American friends. So six foot six out. giant. Yeah, six, six foot six, six yeah. giant with an eight pack. With an eight pack. Soon yeah. to be 10. Yeah, soon to be 10. Can slam dunk 100%. backwards. 100%. is my speciality. <laughs> Let's just go back. Let's just, you know, take the humor away for a second because this is a really serious point. 100%. Being at one with yourself. Yes. When you said going into the dark, I have visions of like closing your eyes. You were saying dark not as in a bad place, mm. as in a good place where you can go into yourself mm. and be at one with yourself. Mm. And it could be bad as well. A dark place? It could be. Why is that? Why would you want to go into a dark place? Why would you want to go into a dark place? Why would you want to go to the gym and rip your muscles? Why? Because after that pain, you get to grow. Well, I suppose part of this, forgive yourself, I don't want this situation. That is the dark place. Yeah. Maybe you've got to go there. You have to go there. Maybe you're right. have to go there. have to, have to. Because life, seasons, Jim Rohn said, there's good seasons, there's bad seasons. You might work. We live on a planet where bad things happen to good people. So we just need to stay prepared. When the good things are happening, great, we're, we're amazing. But when the bad things happen, if you're not battle-tested or you haven't gone to the dark, wow, check this out. If you wait for life to give you the bad situations, when the bad situations happen, you're not going to be able to handle it. But if you meditate and go into the dark yourself, you are choosing to go in the dark. You are working on that muscle. So when something does happen, you are ready for that. Yeah, and something's always happening, isn't something's it? It's always happening. Something's always happening every day. Mm -hmm. Whatever's unfolding right now, yep. affirm it. If you like it, good. If yep. you don't like it, yep. I don't want this. I don't want this. Well, forgive yourself first, then do that one. Yeah. You know, I'm just repeating the the, the drills that you're sharing here. Yeah. Agree. This is be definitely before our time. You're younger than me, but we're still reasonably young. Um, you look amazing. Called, yeah, he's called James Allen. I know James Allen. Yeah, James Allen, 1902. He wrote the book, As a Man Thinketh. Mm. So he says, yeah, he said, look, right thought is mastery. Self-control is strength. strength. That's the only strength. It's not about your eight pack. Mm -hmm. Strength is about self-control. And calmness is power. Mm. You know that? And you reminded me of James Allen when you started talking about being at one with yourself. Yeah, I studied him a lot. Yeah, same. Played a huge part in my development. I've I've, I've done the same, so. Um, let's talk about courage. Mm, big one. Well, it is a big one. I mean, is it the first thing you need to, to confront the pain? Without courage, how can you confront anything? You tell me. Without courage, you need grace. Grace, that's the one. Um, so, well, why? Tell me more about that. 
grace. Grace is just unwarranted favour. Grace is unwarranted support, unwarranted help. That call from your friend, you didn't even who you didn't even know was gonna call you and just checks up on you. Who taught you that? Something you can't be taught, something you have to experience. Who who give you this grace stuff? Like again, I'm an ambassador for Jesus. I'm a Christian, so yeah. I respect and understand the power of God and experiencing things mm. and receiving that things that I feel like in particular times I may not have deserved by God. And I want to say one thing, please, for anyone listening to me. If you are alive right now, I know you've gone through some crazy stuff, some challenging situations. You might be in the worst situation of your life right now. But if you're listening to my voice and if you are alive, you still have grace. Isn't that nice, grace? You know, what a, what a beautiful word. It's like faith. Mm. You know, both, you know, biblical words, mm -hmm. you know, and even on a... And not not this evening because we're podcasting this evening. Uh, usually, pretty much every every night of the week, I have dinner as a family. We've we we've got twins nice. that are seven, and we've got five year old as well, and me wife and the twins. We sit down, we have dinner, and we don't say we don't say grace. What, what we do do is something very graceful, mm. which is what are you grateful for today? Nice, and. You know, every, for, for sure, everybody kind of says grace. I'm really grateful for the food. Mm -hmm. And I'm really grateful for all of the opportunities that have come my way today. And either, even the kids now, they're like competing with each other. I want to go first. Who's next? So I really like that point. Well, you were talking about courage though, bro. We were. So what, yeah, what, courage. Courage what? is major. Courage is one of the most important Triggers of chemical releases in your body. Courage is one of the most important emotions, the most important energy a person can have. Courage is the most important. I would even go as far as go to the verb. Courage is pretty much almost everything. For that next level, for that new level of success, for that level of action, big or small, courage is vital. Courage is needed. That's why I exist, because I recognize that. And uh, sometimes courage comes from un unfortunate situations. That's how you build courage. Courage comes from having a vision, the desire to execute that vision, excitement at your ability. Sometimes you might have a vision, but you know if you're not excited about that vision, you won't have the courage to take action. Is courage different to confidence? Yes. Go on. Because it, it comes from pretty much the same places, yeah? You can be confident in the fact that I can pour this water into this mug yeah, okay, right. But I might not have the courage to pour the water into the mug. I'm confident that if I tip this cup, it's going to pour the water right. in. So it's factual. It's, yeah, basically. But the courage to actually, oh, the camera's on me. What if I spill some of the water on the table? So, so confidence. Do, do, courage overcomes doubt. Yes. Courage overcomes doubt. Courage overcomes uh, insecurities. Courage overcomes anxiety. Courage is the real killer of all of those things. Courage, it's it's you just, major. You, you, look, anxiety is uh, an emotion that pretty much most people can relate to. So, just walk us through why and how courage can overcome anxiety. Courage can help you overcome anxiety when you understand that. What is the source of that courage? The source of that courage is a reason. Now, if that reason is powerful enough, it's going to enable that courage. Got it. Because we all have, we all have. Yeah, look, man's search for meaning, Viktor Frankl. He, he wrote the book and, you know, if there's a big enough reason why you'll do anything, it's yeah. a story of overcoming yeah. torture yeah. in concentration camps in Nazi Germany. And Simon Sinek talks about in his book, you know, the big enough reason why you'll do anything. So courage can be born through your purpose, yeah, through the reasons that you want to achieve something. Hmm. Yeah. Purpose over anxiety, purpose over insecurity, Purpose over perfection. Purpose can't be actualized without courage to act on it. 
<laughs> if you're listening right now, just rewind that last 30 seconds and just put it on repeat five or six times. Game time. Game time. Game time. 100%. What's game time mean? Time's now. It's only one moment. Pretty much right now. This is it. You're right here. Let's execute. You know, um, be obsessed with the average. Get everybody into the same mantra. Before you know, you're going to be saying game time. Puts you in the same frequency as me, you know. I'm on the frequencies. You have got to be in this conversation. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're bringing up the youth in me. Yeah, I like that. All right. So we've got courage. We've got confidence. We've got courage. We've got motivation. What is motivation? Motivation. I guess the reason why you do things. Your motive for action. That's mo- that, 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 that's the word. Well, it is. It's what is the motive to take action? Basically. It's the reason you do things. Yep. And some people are really motivated, yeah? Yeah. Does that mean they've got more reasons to do things? They probably are just excited about whatever little things that they have. Excited about yeah. executing their ability. Yeah, factual. Go back to, give us the Jim Rock quote again. Be excited about your ability to execute. Yeah. Does that mean motivated people have got more of that going on? Hundred percent, hundred percent, or they just have more reasons to execute. Yeah. So they have more courage. Hmm. Is that a good exercise? Just make ten reasons. Make, make make a list of ten reasons why you want to do something. Yeah, it's not really an exercise. It should really be embedded in your routines. This is the key. I'm sure as a superstar like yourself, you write what you want to accomplish daily. You read it daily, and you make it happen. You know. Pretty much a lot of the successful people that we know and we love and we respect, they have that discipline of writing down the, the criteria of their dream life or writing down who they are, writing down the informations down and reading it to themselves every single day. You know, until you crystallize your visions and goals down on paper, they're just going to remain dreams and thoughts. So you want to bring it from just written down to reality. So if it's in your mind, it's no good. Write it down. And it's closer to the reality than everything. Yeah, right so, into right, existence. Right into existence. So we just keep keep on that habit. Yeah, well, you, you said something really powerful about 40 seconds ago. You said, it's not an exercise. No, it's not an exercise. It's a routine. It's a routine. It's, it's, it's a should to a must. It's one of those Tony Robbins vibes. Do you like Tony Robbins? I, I have a profound respect for Tony. <laughs> that was a very humble way of saying you like him. Uh, yeah, I have a profound respect for Tony Robbins. What's the most powerful thing that you've learned from Tony Robbins? That's a powerful question. What's the most powerful things I've learned from Tony Robbins? Oh, there's a great one. In a moment of decision, your destiny changes. That quote really helped me out. I got that from his book, Awaken the Giant Within. Or yeah, Awaken like the Giant Within. Yeah, in the moment of decision, your destiny Beautiful changes. Book. But I think the most powerful thing I've got from Tony is his ability to bring people together for that mission of personal development. He was one of the very first people who I've seen do that at an electrifying level. You know, so that for me, it's not really about what he says, it's to his ability to do that and do it so consistently to such a high level of excellence. That's the best thing I've got from Tony. Nice. Electrifying level. 100%. You were electrified. Pardon? You were electrified. 100%. Still am. When was it? I think it was like three years ago. No, that was COVID times. Just before COVID, a few, few years before COVID, I went to his UPW in London. It's quite phenomenal. Did a cool moss walk on the coal thing. But because as a young star, when I committed to become a motivational speaker and be one of the best in my generation, he's someone who I'd always looked up to. Yeah, yeah. So just being in that environment, seeing the possibilities, yeah, that's that's pretty much. Yeah, I, you know, I can I can feel it. You've been ignited. 100%. Yeah, and you've got a similar style there. He wears his cap, so he's got his little folly clover on his. You've got KB. What's KB on your cap? KB stands for Local Kettle Brothers. Um, they're one of the companies I consult for. They right. sell like luxury jewelry and um, luxury watches. And um, but for me, the most important thing that they do, which I help them kickstart, is a foundation. The CEO of the company had kidney problems. So when I was consulting for the company and doing a mindset training for them, I was like, we need something. If you want to take your business to 100 million, we need something that far transcends the business. You know, we need a mission statement that far transcends. So what do you care about? So I was like, okay. You went through kidney problems. How do we give a portion of money that's created yeah. from the business 
you know, create a foundation. So we provide dialysis machines now, we go to hospitals, right. give to nurses, do some amazing Look stuff at that. the foundation. Yeah. So has the purpose of the business become a lot deeper and richer? 100%. What's happened to the business off the back of it? It's exponential growth. And it's a nice hat. And it's a nice hat. And I look great in it and I make it work. Yeah, well, if you do say so yourself. If I do say so, man. You look magnificent in it. Thank you so much. How's that? I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I believe so. You got it. And it goes with the white shirt as well. white shirt. You got, yeah, you're looking good. Thank you. All right, so motivation. What else? What else is super important to acknowledge whilst we're in this conversation about motivation for the listeners? Discipline. Trumps motivation, discipline and consistency trumps motivation. Start first, motivation second, if required. Yeah, track yourself. I realize some of the goals I've accomplished now, even physique-wise, tracking myself, keeping myself accountable. It it motivates as well, doesn't it? It really does. Because you can look back at history. Mm -hmm. And what happens when you see a trend moving up? What happens? Dopamine hit, yeah? yeah? 100%. You feel good. Wow. You get strong. Yeah. In here, not in muscles when mm-hmm. you see it. Go, you, it develops success breeds success, yeah? Yeah. Is that why you're saying track it? Yeah, 100%. Track yourself. Wherever you don't track, you can't measure. You know, and uh, progress equals happiness. You measure how far you've come, and then you see it just pushes What did you, you. say there? Progress, progress equals, equals happiness. Equals happiness. Un- Uncle Tony. Sorry. Pro- right. Uncle Tony. <laughs> Progress equals happiness from Uncle Tony. Yeah. Awaken the Giant Within. He's got, obviously, lots of other books. That's a good book to start with anyway. Yeah. 100%. There's an audio version of that that lasts 90 minutes, which is really powerful as well. Yeah. Short, sweet. And is there anything else on motivation that we've got to touch on before we move on to a different subject? You know, be very clear about your why's. Why do you have to accomplish this or why do you have to do this? Write it down. Appreciate yourself. Appreciate your uniqueness. Appreciate your magnificence because that helps with your motivation whenever you're feeling down or you're doubting yourself. Go back and remind yourself about how great you are. You know, motivation is good, but discipline and consistency trumps that as well. You know, and be excited about your ability to execute. Well, so we're on the one-liners, you know. There's, uh, I, I don't know who this is. It's probably hundreds of people, but maybe you, you hear it on the, the motivation, Denzel Washington stuff. Discipline gets you started hmm. and consistency gets you finished. 100%. Become a finisher. Become a finisher. Major key. That's it. You know, nothing worth happening happens with, with discipline alone. Yeah. you got to have discipline and consistency. Yeah. And immersing yourself in things that keep you motivated. Your car, you're not going to top up your car once and not top yeah, up again. Well, and another thing I want to say, people, you know, and I have to, it really upset me and it hurt me to a degree. People are like, oh, I'm not a motivational speaker. And they look down on motivational speakers to a degree and they say it in a condescending way. I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm not here to motivate you. I'm here to motivate you. I'm here to speak into your life. There's nothing wrong with that. So immerse yourself in the right books in the right audios in the right tapes because these things are what changed pretty much a lot of people's lives mm. so don't feel some type of way if you're listening to an audiobook or you know go and get the information and immerse yourself feed the dream soak yourself in that motivation like there are times in my life i don't even listen to music i'm not watching videos i'm just listening to grant cardone 247 literally that's all i'm listening to i'm listening to the motivation i'm listening to my motivational content i'm listening to my videos because there's a particular mindset and a mind frame that i must be at there's a particular frequency i must operate on there are things i'm trying to do if you're listening to this right now i'm sure you're trying to do outstanding things you're not trying to do average or mediocre things how many people around you are trying to do outstanding things and are they speaking that into your mind so you have to take control of that if no one's speaking outstanding things there are things that you need to hear as a superhero like you you're trying to do phenomenal extraordinary things your people around you may not be in that frequency at that particular time they might not be in that emotional state why should they they don't have the same whys as you so you have to go over there and get the right information and the right motivation that keeps you in that right frequency so you can go and perform and go and impact and go and change the world and for you, that's putting Grant Cardone, Jim Rohn, yeah. Tony Robbins yeah. in your ears, yeah. getting the getting those wires fired. I need it. I need it. I'm on game time mode. I've got profound things to do. 
and I feel like I can do more. Yeah, there's there's a level of intensity there to, that's yeah. associated with the frequency, yeah? Facts. All right, let's talk about success. What is success? Going to heaven when you die. Yeah, because, you know, who is... Who is anyone to say that person's more successful than that person? Mm -hmm. You know, it could be bravado. It could be in achievements. But yeah. this person might be kinder than this person. Extremely. So what is success? Yeah. I think it's all subjective to the individuals in their lifetime. Like I said, that was, for me, that was really, really real. Dying and getting to heaven is success because I could be a multi-billionaire. But if I die and I get to hell, then it's kind of, you know. Doing good things. It's going to take you to heaven, yeah? Yes. Karma. You know, and the reckon, the first person that you meet when you cross to the other side is yourself. Wow. Just the best version of yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's the, the first. Oh. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. you want to, you. that's the challenge in life, isn't it? Mm -hmm. To become the best version mm -hmm. of you, whatever that means mm -hmm. to you. To you. Is that success? Reaching reaching your full potential was close to your full potential, yes, because, you know, at such a level, see the way the light is shining on your face? You radiate light onto other people who might not see where they're going or who might need light. So if you are your best version, you are doing what you came to this world to do. You are actualizing and you are creating. If, if that tree doesn't grow and that fruit doesn't come out, hundreds of people don't eat. Hundreds of people don't, they starve. It's just like you. If you don't grow into your best version of yourself, people are going to suffer and you are not adding value to the human race. Why are you here? <laughs> Better add value to the human race. Yeah, and the human race doesn't have to be 50 billion million people. It could be the next person beside yeah. you. It could be your family members. Charity begins at home. How are you taking care of your loved ones? How are you impacting your loved ones? How are you impacting their minds, the people around you? You know, a smile at the person at the bus stop a person who lacks that emotional intelligence won't even smile because they're just negative. But you have to be at a high place to give that smile that makes that person feel good, give that person that compliment, make that person feel loved and appreciated. That you know, So it's not just about the money, it's about that emotional success as well and obviously monetary success to do what you need to do and that self-fulfillment as well. So there's different categories. You know, you, you, sit, you refer to emotional success there. You might as well, we might as well just put, you know, there's physical success, there's mental success, there's emotional success, there's spiritual success. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. The success on all those planes. Yeah. You know, the what is success is quite a hard question to answer, yeah? <laughs> At least she knows. <laughs> but look, here's an easier one. What is success for you in your life in the next three months? What would that look like? You see, you can grab hold of that. It's it's more answerable. And maybe that is part of point number three that you, you gave in your little framework earlier on. I want this. This is what I want. Maybe that is the bit that you grab hold of for success. F forgive yourself. Mm -hmm. I don't want this. Mm -hmm. That's not success. Mm -hmm. The current situation, however it is, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. That's success when I go, come on, change my physiology, off I go. Yeah. Maybe that's success. Yeah. That's success. 100%. Changing your mind's direction is success. See how we got there for that? 100%. The good news, it's on record. <laughs> we can watch it back later and just grab the answers. Ch ch what did you say? Changing ch the direction of your mind is success because your mind is... In the right... Changing it in the right in direction. In the right direction, yes, 100%. Your mind is the closest thing to God's expression of power on earth that we can even fathom. That's how powerful our minds are. So you can imagine directing that, taking control of that, of that and directing it. You know, your mind has been on since you were born. Your mind has been on. Your mind has been taking in information, wanted and unwanted. So imagine the bit, that's why we meditate so much. We want to take control of our minds to direct it. You know, it's funny, that framework I speak on, that's actually like my signature mindset transmutation. Yeah. And that came across when I was working in Harrods. I got scammed a lot, a lot. I lost a lot of money and I was so depressed. And I was so depressed and I went, to, I went home and I went to lay down under my bed. 
That's how depressed I was. You climbed under the bed. On, not even under the bed, like under the yeah. bed. I didn't even want to be on the bed. I wanted to be on the floor, under the bed, Hide. just in total darkness. And that's how depressed I was. And I still had to get to work. So I woke up now. Did you work at Harrods? Yeah, I was working at Harrods, yeah, in the shoe department. What was it like? It was incredible. Life-changing as well, actually. Yeah. You, you meet some uh, really interesting people? 100%, 100%. Most important person I met in Harrods was a gentleman called Paul Thomas. He, he was the retail director of Harrods. He's still my mentor till today. I made him become my mentor whilst I was working in the stock room. The best thing you can do between the ages of 20 and 30 is choose your job, your career, your business that you're going to go work, go work in based on the manager that you get <laughs> based don't be, don't choose based on the business choose based on the manager that you can go and learn from 100% be it between the ages of 20 and 30 I respect that and look you you went and learned at Harrods and what was it called Paul Paul Thomas yes he runs a successful consultancy agency right now but the, the, the true story I was I was going on I still managed to get myself to work that day right but I was walking in Knightsbridge by the Bulgari Hotel and it was extremely hot that day. Sun was blazing. And this hotel had a huge mirror right in front of it. You could see a reflection. And I was walking, we're in Knightsbridge now. Before I got to work, a Lamborghini went past. A Range Rover went past. A Rolls Royce went past. And bear in mind, I am, I am, I am, I'm depressed as hell right now. I'm sad. I do not want to be at work. I'm like, I just, and then this kid just walks down the road licking ice cream and it's sunny outside, but I'm still depressed. And at that moment, it hit me. It hit me. It's like, no matter how I am feeling, life is still going on. That, that, that was the day it hit me because I'm depressed. But that guy in the Lamborghini that just drove past wasn't wasn't might not be feeling depressed. I just saw that happen. Life's and still going on. Life is still going on. Life's still going on. And then I looked into the mirror. I looked into the side of the hotel and I saw my reflection. I was like, man, I don't want to feel this way. Right now I feel like crap. I literally was saying it. I was like, I feel crap, man. I feel, man, I hate this. I want to be happy, man. And literally, when I said it, I took a step because I was initially going to work. And I promise you, as I took a step, I felt the air change. And I was like, whoa, what just happened? I think I just did something here. And I just, every single time I'm in a negative situation, I practice that. Look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. <laughs> or just affirm what's happening and take a step, take that physical movement. And that was how I came up with those principles. It's nice. Yeah. Real life. It is really nice. Do you know, um, do you know someone called Lori Geller? Yuri Geller. He's uh, famous for bending spoons. Um, anyway, he he um, he said, James, because we're talking about mindset, very strong in the mind and believes in this. He says, I don't believe in mindset. I don't believe your mind is set. I believe your mind is powerful. I believe in mind power. What's your opinion on that? The mindset, mind power paradox. Mindset is just a word that's been overused. It's quite simple. And I speak about this in my video program. Mindset simply means in a particular time frame in life, where is your mind set to think from? That's it. It's just thinking. It's just where, what spectrum is your mind set to think from? If you are watching pornography, your mind will be likely to be in that spectrum of sex. So your mindset is yeah. thinking from that realm. If you're listening to this podcast or watching my video programs or going through the seminars, your mind is probably set somewhere else to yeah. think from. So yes, your mind is powerful. So the mind power comes from where your mind is set from. And that's whatever you're consuming. So you're listening to this podcast. It yeah. has a, a positive impact on your mindset. 100%. So you... You know, Jim Rohn, you become what you hang around. 100%. You know, share your journey with like-minded people, which promotes your mindset. Because your mindset is here, yeah, between these six inches. Mm. If something unhealthy is going on in there, what do we do? Do we go through these 
things or do we just start consuming something differently? Because environment is the is the easiest way to change yeah, yeah. anything, yeah, especially mindset. And an iceberg in, in water will melt if it's one degree the wrong side. Yeah. If the environment is one degree the wrong side. Yeah. But it will grow if it's one degree the right side. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. So you've just got to be consuming stuff that's one degree the right side. Yeah. For your mindset to change on here. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. For me, the fastest thing I just do, anytime I'm feeling some type of way, headphones in, audiobook play. I'm in my cocoon now. I'm in a, some sort of a safe space where it's I can... It's really nice, that, innit? For me, I need to get in the, in the zone. Yep. Headphones in. in. Listen to the right stuff. Audio, audible. Audible, straight away. I'm locked in. Then I can, I can get more confident and get more courage to take the right steps. Yeah, yeah, because you're trying to do something and the anomalies are stacked in, in your favor right mm. now. Jim Rohn, leaders are readers, all right? So now, of course, we can read in many ways now. You can watch videos, you can listen to books. Yeah. Um, so how how many books do you listen to? Keeping it real with you, right now, in this time frame of my life, I only immerse myself in two to three books and i'm talking those two to three books that's it let's talk about immersion for a second because the only way is the only way to finish to immerse it's not the only way but it sure damn well is effective and faster <laughs> <laughs> why why because if you don't immerse yourself you'll be sidetracked but then if you immerse yourself doesn't mean you're sidetracked. Doesn't mean you're not going to finish. You see, I don't think you can have a mind shift until you're immersed. Yeah, but you're talking about a shift. I am talking about a shift, and you, yeah. you know, I'm talking about changing the way you're thinking. Mind yeah. shift. Yeah, immersion. Well, an immersion is like you you get into an immersive state like this because you've trained yourself. You put your earphones in, bam, you're in immer you, you Twenty seconds in, but you. There's levels, bro. There's levels. Levels of immersion. Mm -hmm. What's level one? Level one is just taking those actions. I liked how you quantify it. What's level one? Level, level one could just be taking that action of picking up your journal and just focus, writing down your goals. Yeah. It could What's be, level two? It could be listening to the right things. But I think the, the gauge in which I'm talking about is immersion in complete unity with that particular mindset and that person and that personality that you want to become, it's you embody that in the present moment. Because you listen to these things to put you in a particular frame of mind. But imagine embodying that frame of mind already and breathing, living, experiencing like that. That's flow. Well, it's transferring it into, into the the immediacy of time, yeah? What is flow? <laughs> Was that flowing? That's oh, flow. yeah, you've got the moose. You've got flow. the moose, bro. That's flow. Yeah, Mihaly, he wrote the book on the psychology of happiness, the state of flow. The Chinese talk about the state of flow. Being, they call it the golden mind. You know, where if the... if you, and, and the blend, your ability... So your skill level with the current level of challenge you're faced with. So if your skill level is low and the level of challenge that you face with is high, your mind will experience pressure. If your skill level is high and your level of challenge that you face with is low, you, you, your mind will experience boredom. Hmm. Yet, if your level of challenge is matched with your skill level, you've got a chance of being in flow. And mm. they call it the golden mind. Mm. What your ability is, it's like you've got to be challenged accordingly. And the better you get, the more challenge you need. Facts. And that's what the Chinese talk about. Mm. That's when you, flow. When you're speaking about that, I couldn't help but just think about like my favorite athletes like Michael Jordan or Kobe or LeBron James and how they just, because they have the right skill level, they get to come into their own yeah. when that time comes. You've got to upskill. And you've got to keep pushing the challenge. Yeah, you can't. Skill. You can't keep uh, experiencing flow if you don't. You've got to keep developing yourself. That's right. why yeah. you read the books and yeah. you immerse yourself. And 
Right. Really cool. I've got some quick questions for you here. Proceed. What's, what's been your favourite book that you've read? I'll be cheeky and say mine, but it's not out yet. <laughs> you, you be, yeah, yours. All right, yeah. it, will, it will come out in the it future. Really when it comes out, we'll bring you back on. We'll, do, we'll launch it. Phenomenal. My favorite book. Wow, that's. I'll say the book that has had the most impact on me. Obviously, I want to go for Think and Grow Rich. I really do. I really, really do. Yeah. But I have to go for nineteen thirty-seven Napoleon Hill. Yeah, I have to go for Ten X Rule Book. Ten X. Mr. Yeah. What's your favourite movie? Limitless. <laughs> Do you experience the level of focus that, you know, the, the pills that they give you? I strive to in? every day. Yeah, I experience limitless feeling strive every day. Every day. I'm in it. Yeah. I'm, I'm in it right now. Yeah. I feel limitless right yeah. now. Do you? Factual. 100%. Right now? 100%. No limits for us. That's why I was like. Bam, we're in it. This is flow. Yeah. You see, limitless is flow. Mm. you see in everything super clear you know I, I got in my car the other day and my parents live in that village <laughs> uh, I was about to just set off to a meeting in Leicester and uh, that's it don't go your windscreen's dirty you never ever drive with a dirty windscreen your vision will be blurred all day wow <laughs> And I had to say, all right, let's clean the windscreen. So me and my dad clean the windscreen together. Uh, but th that is, you know, clarity is limitless. Nice one. What's your favorite holiday destination? It's in Nigeria. I knew he was going to say that. I was going to put, put those words out before you'd even said it. We're on the same plane. <laughs> If you could have one superpower, what would it be? That's a great one. One superpower. The ability to use my mind to get wherever I want. All right. Unlock your mind for you to achieve your own potential. Yeah. Probably like some telekinesis yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, all right. Which is in keeping with what we've uh, talked about. Early bird or night owl? I'm both, really and truly. How early? How late? <laughs> <laughs> I say how early, you say how late. Yeah, it depends, it depends. But, you know, I, I love a great night sleeping schedule, but there's times in life where you just got to be out of balance a little bit. Yeah, the thing with balance is you've got to assess someone's balance over a lifetime, yeah? I mean, you can look at someone in, in a day and let's say that you pulled an all-nighter. People will say, yeah, he's... Which is his out of balance. Hmm. Then you look what's happened over the next three weeks and you know, or three months or what you've done with your career, etc. So you gotta assess balance over over a lifetime. So whatever it takes is what, what I heard. precisely. Yeah. Early or late, whatever it takes. Yeah. If you could have one day in someone else's life, who would you choose? LeBron James. I predicted you were going to say someone else. I predicted you were going to say someone different. Why did you choose LeBron James? Because he's this amazing guy, champion, NBA superstar. He's got an amazing wife. When we kids. make this video, we're bringing LeBron James into you and we're going to merge your face into his, all right? Game time. Deal. Make it happen. Game time. We will make that happen. I wrote down Jim Rohn. I thought you were going to say that. Uh, yeah, I love Jim. Yeah. I love Jim, but nah. Like 60s, nah. Yeah, they yeah. probably have Yeah, well, what am I there. thinking? He's far too cool. <laughs> far too cool. I'm really Jim Rohn. I'm Jim Rohn's son. Yeah. I'm all their sons. You're his coolest son. All right. That's crazy. Who've been your three biggest trusted advisors in your life? Like alive or dead? Whoever's helped you the most in life, who are they? Jim so, Rohn. Yeah. Les Brown. Grant Cardone. <laughs> so what has Jim Rohn given you? Wow. The love to 
pick up new skills, the love and the desire to be more, the insight. He gave me insight on the fact that I could become more by picking up new skills, his words. I can have more, you know, by I can get what I want by giving people what they want. I, the fact that I can write down the criteria of my dream life, that I don't have to be the same, I don't have to feel the same, you know. Those are the things, those solid principles put in such an amazing, loving way. And the fact that he mentored Tony <laughs> Robbins and then Tony Robbins came and blessed us. Yeah, amazing. Les Brown, what do you get from Les? Les Brown gave me more confidence in the ability to speak. He was such a prolific speaker on stage. Yep. One of the best black motivational speakers, someone I could recognize and yeah. see a connection with. And his story was phenomenal. And I frequently utilize, I draw inspiration from the stories he shares, you know, um, you know, being homeless, sleeping on the floor, things of that nature. And he said the most profound thing, it's not over until I win. <laughs> and I use that every single day when I'm operating at the highest levels. No matter how bad it is or how bad it gets, I'm going to make it. And it's not over until I win. That's Brown. Beautiful. What about Grant Cardone? What do you get from him? Uncle GC, let's go. Grant Cardone just is just like the modern day rock star, you know? Modern day rock star. Get get up and go. Get up Discipline. and go. 10x massive action. When I transcended to wanting to be a billionaire, it was Grant Cardone who I started studying, you know? How do billionaires think? The reason why I really love Grant Cardone was yes. The 10X rule book is great. The principles, the energy. I love his style. I love that stuff. But as a billionaire, he's only one of the few billionaires that actually has actionable steps out online right now that I can go and immerse myself in that can help me think in his realms. All the other billionaires that I know about, they aren't really actionable. Yeah, they're not, putting, it out they're there, not right? putting out that I can actually go and study or see or Got connect it. and interact with. I've spoken on stage with Grant Cardone, so I've felt that. There's a connection there. There's a connection there, yeah. So that's what GC did for me. And it's married with two kids. And I want to become a family man when I'm older. So you have to think a particular type of way, like LeBron James. You know, you have to have the right role models so you can start thinking yeah, effectively absolutely. like that. Yeah. What's the first thing the listeners should do after listening to this? Take a deep breath. And be excited that they're listening to this because it means that you're in the right place. You're in the right frequency because the people on here creating this content only have the best interest in life for you. You know, I'd also say, forgive yourself for any negative emotions you felt before in the past, anything that you've done wrong, any way you've let yourself down. If you're having depressive thoughts, suicidal thoughts, anxiety thoughts, self-harming thoughts, negative thoughts, just forgive yourself for those right now. That's the next thing you should do after this. And just, Respect how amazing you are as an individual. And you might forget that. You might have forgotten how powerful you are. You might have forgotten how unique you are. But this is another thing. I'm just reminding you that you're amazing and you're special and you're powerful and you matter. So, yeah, if they forgive themselves and just listen to that message, sure can keep kick the engine. You know what my favourite part of today has been? I just, I like you and your style. I think you've blended intensity with warmth and grace really well appreciate that. uh yeah the the four point you know forgive yourself i don't want this i want this and then take action i, I really like as well and you know you you're leaning on some of the greats like jim Rohn. you know let's let's get excited about your ability to execute probably those three things have been my favorite part of today what's been your favorite part coming here making it here Firstly, meeting you, you're a very nice person. I really like your energy as well. And I'm happy that you're passionate about what you do. The level of excellence you guys are displaying here, the commitment, you know, shows that there's a reason behind all of this stuff. And just the interaction, you know, the conversation is always great to meet like-minded people um, who you can talk about things like this and not feel out of place. And um, also learn from most importantly as well. So I'm very grateful to be here. Thanks for having me, honestly. How do I say your surname? Asomwa. Asomwa. Yeah, Asomwa, yes. Richard, Asomwa? Yes. Thank you very much, bro. Thank you so much. Appreciate you.
Hey there, James here with an exciting announcement. The BizX Awards is coming to the ACC Liverpool from the 18th to the 19th of April with an incredible lineup of speakers. You're going to meet the likes of Stephen Mulher, Donald Miller, Deborah Meaden, and many, many more. Book your spot right now at thebizx.co.uk. And if you've enjoyed listening to the Business Excellence podcast, make sure to comment your top learnings and favorite moments, as well as like and subscribe. See you next time.